So there's this one school movement that I can bet almost every time you get into the arena, you ride at least one with your horse. It's the humble circle, eh? The trusty circle. And today I want to talk about three exercises you can use to get more out of your circles. Let's go. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you to have better conversations with your horse. The reason that I've all things circles on the brain is because I'm busy creating the episodes for Connection, my monthly membership um, for December and a big part of it is about making more of circles and you know getting them to work for you a little bit more uh, but anyway I'll chat more about that just now but really and truly I think that um, circles are probably the movement the exercise the uh, the pattern that people ride most in the arenas and yet I think that so many riders are actually losing the opportunity to improve both themselves as a rider and also their horse as well by not being really focused, really diligent and just, you know, putting a little bit of effort into those their circles. So that's what I want to talk about today. Three different exercises that you can use the next time you're in the arena to actually help you to get more out of your circles with your horse. So the first one is counting the strides on the circle. I know it seems really simple, but this is really good exercise, okay? Now, first and foremost, I think that a circle needs to be, <laughs> when if you're going to use it, um, I suppose intentionally, there needs to be a kind of a, a certain shape to it. You know, no straight lines. <laughs> so you'd be surprised. I've seen all sorts of shapes that people try and convince me are a circle and they're not, they're not. So I want to get really clear on this, that before you even try any of these exercises, it is important to recognize that a circle should be just that, a circle. No corners and no straight lines, hey? So we want that you and your horse are, if you're working on the circle, being able to be consistent with the track each if you want circuit or each time you go around it, okay? We want it to be the same. So I would suggest using some cones or that if you need if you need to, to I don't know, keep you on the straight and narrow or whatever the case is. But I do think that's really important because if we're going to talk about counting strides on the circle, what we want to do is we want to begin playing with the kind of, I suppose, the establishing and maintaining specific rhythms, specific tempos specific length of strides okay and we can do all that by counting our strides but again the circle has to be the same circle in order for this to work you know <laughs> if your circle's getting bigger and smaller each time and one time it had a bit of a straight line on this and the other time there was definitely a corner it's not going to work okay so you have to be honest with yourself on this okay we need a consistent circle okay but if you can ride each circle, okay, and you can consistently maintain the same number of strides as you ride the circle, and this is in walk, trot, or canter, it makes no difference, okay, it is a good indicator that you are now establishing something and you're maintaining that something, okay? Now, from there, you can begin then using that to actually improve your, the, whatever it is you're riding in, whether it's walk, trot, or canter. So you could say to yourself, okay, I want to maybe have a little bit more energy in this. So I'm going to ask my horse 
to maybe shorten a little bit. So there you're, you're beginning to maybe include a little bit of collection into it. Or you could say, okay, I want him now to begin to lengthen a little bit. I want to see, I want to work on suppleness. I want to see if we can get the length through his back, if we can really begin to while maintaining everything, keeping the quality, we're not just running, very big difference between trotting and running, hey, but we're not running, we are just maintaining, but we're covering more ground, and from that, you can use the number of strides that you're getting each time you ride the circle to help you with that. A great way to do this, if you're feeling that, oh, you know what, Lorna, my circles are, well, you know, kind of touch and go, they wouldn't all be the same. Just take four poles and put the four poles, you know where the four, like, um, the four numbers, the four quarters of a clock, the four numbers, because there's only four numbers, hey, but the 12, the six, the three and the nine on the clock, okay, the four important numbers, I suppose, um, put your pose there and then you, you can use that to kind of guide you each time going over and then you could take it a step further by putting some cones or you don't have to have anything fancy, you could even use your jacket, hey, but put something there kind of between each of the poles then keep you on the straight and narrow to make sure you're not bulging out or falling in on the circle and um, that you're being really consistent with that track and in doing so you really and truly do have a good measure stick um, for what is happening for you and your horse. Okay the second exercise I'm going to suggest is leg yielding on a circle. I do love leg yielding I'm going to be honest with you because I think leg yielding can really and truly show up some of the real basic flaws that horses and riders experience now I am going to suggest here that if you've never leg yield before with your horse do it on a straight line first okay you know practice on straight lines but once you feel that yes myself and my horse are moving forwards and yet we are definitely moving sideways at the same time woohoo your leg yielding, golden, hey? Might not be great, but you're doing it. And then from there, you can begin to start incorporating this into your circles, okay? So by asking your horse to leg yield while continuing to ride the circle, you are going to be asking, first of all, a lot of different questions. And you're also going to be working on both suppleness and straightness for you and your horse. So a nice way to incorporate this in would be to leg yield in to maybe a slightly smaller circle so let's say you start on 20 meter circle because hey we do love 20 meter circles in the whole horse world don't we so you start on the 20 meter you're going to leg yield into 18 and you're going to just stay there for maybe and I would suggest then once you've got to your 18 and don't be in a some people are in an awful rush to get things done okay don't be in a rush just you know, slow and steady. But you've leg yielded into your 18 meters and then from there, stay there. Stay on your 18 meters, work on the bending, work on the suppleness. Yes, it's different form, but now you're working on that as well. And then from there, you can then leg yield back out to your 20 meter circle again. So it really is that you're, you're asking different questions. And again, if you have your circles marked, so you know where you are, you know where the where the track is and you're not going to kid yourself thinking yeah I think this circle is kind of it's smaller I think and meanwhile you've moved up the arena a little bit okay it's not smaller at all but if you've got your tracks marked you can use that then to also begin to see how well you and your horse can go one of the things I would suggest you focus on if you're going to try this is rhythm because very often it is the rhythm that goes and particularly in the walk okay so if you're going to try this and walk notice the rhythm okay see if you can consistently maintain a good rhythmic 
one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then from there, noticing then the quality of the actual leg yield itself. Okay, the third exercise I'm going to suggest you can ride on a circle to make the most out of those trusty circles that we all love so much is transitions. Not just any transitions though, really accurate ones. Because, you know, I feel sometimes with transitions, particularly when they're on a circle, there's the whole like saying and doing, and they're two different things. So when we're riding large, okay, and large being you're riding in maybe a rectangle or a square, but you're you're large in the arena, you're out by the edge of the arena. And if you're kind of, if you make a decision, you say, okay, I'm going to canter in the corner. Well, it's kind of like you either you, you did or you didn't, okay? There's no in-between. You either, by the time you got through the corner, you're in canter or you're not. There you go. On a circle, we don't have that same sort of accountability, okay? We can say, okay, I'm going to canter over there. And then as you're moving closer to there and you're noticing the canter is not quite there, Get their moves with you around the circle. So I would say it's really, really important to ride accurate transitions, okay? So pick somewhere and ride it accurately. And again, you can use um, your, you could use poles or cones or your jumper, whatever, okay? You can use things to help you. But what's really nice, what I like about using transitions on a circle is that I feel it helps the horse and the rider to tune into each other and again thinking about that accuracy it's like it builds responsiveness and the responsiveness has to build in the rider first the rider has to show up and be responsive and then from there the horse comes to meet them but it's lovely it's a great exercise you can do it between all sorts of different gates you can do it within a gate if you want it makes no difference but it is lovely but i would say that if you're going to use it make sure that you have that accountability of the accuracy in place that you're not going to you're not going to kid yourself that the, that x marks the spot that you were going to do the transition doesn't keep moving around the circle in front of you okay it is an actual real life place okay i'm going to leave it at that for this week hopefully this was helpful if you would love to dive into all things circles and more okay and if you want to give yourself and your horse a plan over the Christmas, over the holidays, but also going forward into the new year, I'm going to invite you to join me inside of Connection. The doors are open and I would love to see you there. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash connection. If you're listening to this in the podcast, yeah, the link will be in the show notes. Okay, I'll chat to you there. Have a great one. Keep well. Be good. Bye.